Welcome to the Shields Outdoors podcast, your source for information on hunting, fishing, and all of your outdoor passions. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Shields Outdoors podcast. My name is Mike Anderson, and when I'm not in front of a microphone, I'm helping with our Shields Outdoors social media channels on Facebook and Instagram. Our goal on social media is to be a celebration of the outdoors and be a tool to get people excited about living their passions and provide valuable insight on products, strategies, and tactics to help others be successful in the field or on the water. Our pages are also an outlet to keep people informed about upcoming events. Some examples of these are our virtual hunting or fishing series where we speak with industry professionals on their areas of expertise. We also keep you updated on when our catalogs will be hitting mailboxes, showing off our sale events that are happening in stores or online at shields.com. If you'd like to receive one of our free catalogs, reach out to us on Facebook or Instagram through a direct message and make sure to give us a like or a follow while you're there. In this episode, we'll be diving into a topic that is rapidly gaining popularity, which is reloading. For those of you not yet into reloading, it has a lot of great benefits. The first is a continuous supply of ammunition, which can be a pain point in today's day and age, especially when you're shooting rounds that are not as common or readily available. It can also be a new hobby that really rounds your education of the whole shooting process. Once you're familiar with reloading, a huge benefit can be improved accuracy. There are a lot of great rounds on the market today, but the ability to perfectly fine-tune a bullet to your specific gun setup can only be done by reloading. It can be a little intimidating to get into, and there are plenty of hacks and nuances to discover along the way with reloading, so we sat down with Shields expert Brandon Zimmerman of the Lincoln Store to tap into his reloading expertise. Here's our conversation with Brandon. Reloading has been an awful hot topic lately, and it's something that people may be a little bit hesitant to get into. You know, like there's a lot of a lot of components to it, and a lot of a lot of stuff you might not know. So uh, today we have Brandon Zimmerman from the Lincoln Store with us. That's a reloading expert. That's here to tell us all about the process. So how are you doing today, Brandon? I'm doing pretty good. Great to hear. So. Um, what, what is it that is so great about reloading? Well, there's many reasons why uh, somebody would want to reload. Um, it really comes down to four big things uh, that I believe. Um, number one, it's fun. Um, we're, we're in a market where, you know, a lot of this stuff is, is fun. Um, it's something to, to do and, you know, when the weather might not be as nice outside or just as you said before, if somebody's, you know, needing some more ammo. Um, Another reason why is cost savings. Um, usually the bigger the caliber, uh, the more you save in terms of, of money and stuff. So uh, that's, that's a huge factor there. Um, not only that, but customizing and tailoring your loads. That's probably the number one reason, in my opinion, of why somebody would want to reload, uh, especially for the precision rifle guy. Um, you know, you can actually shrink up those groupings uh, to be even a little bit tighter yet than even what factory ammo can provide. So, um, and, and last but not least, it can become a second hobby. Um, so, you know, during the off season, whether it be if somebody's a competition shooter or a avid hunter, um, you know, something to do in that off season where maybe the weather isn't as nice outside, um, it's something you can stay inside and, uh, you know, 
get geared up for when the time does come to either compete or, or go on that once in a lifetime hunt. Mm -hmm, absolutely. It's a great way to really come full circle with, uh, with the shooting sports. So how did you first get started into reloading? Well, I first got into it, uh, mostly because of my dad. Um, it was kind of a, kind of a family thing. Um, I can remember at a very, very young age, uh, kind of helping him out with, uh, cleaning up brass and, and stuff like that. Um, my dad was an avid trap shooter, so he started off uh, doing some reloading for shotgun shells as well. So I can remember kind of helping pick up holes and stuff like that to get reloaded. And uh, once I, I got older and started to do it myself, it's something that we both share and it's a passion we both have. So kind of runs in the family that way. Um, I'm looking forward to passing it down to my kids someday too, but it's just something we enjoy together, and that's kind of what sparked my interest. Yeah, that's awesome. Way to way to yeah. pass it down. So I know yeah. reloading can be a little bit intimidating for the person that, that hasn't tried it before but wants to get into it. Um, how do you recommend a person get started into reloading? Yeah, so my, my biggest recommendation is to, to find somebody that has some experience in that field, whether it be one of the experts at many of our shields locations, or maybe it could be a next door neighbor or a friend at the gun range. Um, just finding somebody that, that has that experience that can teach you, um, somebody that you can lean on for questions, um, that type of thing is huge in, in uh, this side of things, I believe. So, mm -hmm, Absolutely. Yeah, there's quite a few resources out there. I mean, Google and YouTube's a resource, but definitely your experts at Shields are, are a great one to start talking about reloading and stuff. So can you touch on the different types of reloaders and, and what their applications are? Yeah, so, so on the grand scheme of things here, um, it, it comes down to whether a person is reloading for either shotgun shells or rifle pistols. So that's the two big avenues there. Um, if somebody is doing rifle pistol, that is being reloaded off the same press. If somebody is doing shot shell, that is being reloaded off a completely different press. So you kind of got to start off first by asking yourself what you're wanting to reload for, um, how often you're wanting to reload, um, and, and quantities and such that way too. So that will narrow it down which avenue you go from there. Um, but uh, that's, that's really gonna be the, the main thing there is determining what you're doing. And then from branching off from that, um, there are different types of reloaders. So there's also gonna be single stage and progressive stage. So it's one of those questions you gotta ask yourself, what type of, or I guess how often are you going to reload is a big question too. Um, what calibers you're doing, um, and if you're going to be hunting or target shooting with it, um, that will kind of play a huge role in which avenue you take for what press you're using as well. Mm -hmm. So for just the beginner that's getting started, what is, a, what is a complete setup to get yourself ready to reload? Can you walk us through all the, all the pieces that a person would need? Most definitely. It, it can be kind of daunting at first. Uh, if you're brand new into it, it, it seems like there's a ton of things that you're going to need. And there are some key things. Um, and there's also some things that are optional too. But um, really the, the main things that you're going to need to get started reloading, and usually I say, you know, most people are starting off with rifle pistol. Um, so main things you're going to need, obviously, is to start off with 
um, what most people don't think about right away is a reloading manual. So it is kind of the reloader's recipe book, I like to call it. Um, it's what you utilize to kind of build a load and, and go from there. So without that, you can't start reloading at all, in my opinion. So having that is key. Having multiple manuals is actually even better. Um, you can kind of gather some more things that way. So you'd um, recommend purchasing a reloading manual before you even buy anything else? It actually might be very well a good idea to do that first. Um, if you are fresh without anything on hand right now um, in terms of getting started reloading, purchasing a manual ahead of time would be an excellent idea. Um, it would give you time to kind of look through things, um, get you the basics on what you're going to need and the process of how to reload. Um, so I think that is huge. Maybe buying that first would be a great idea to do. Mm -hmm. So what if you're not huge into like reading books? Are there some places where you're, there's like virtual or videos or things like that people can go to to learn that as well? Yes, there is a wealth of knowledge um, on the web. Um, there's going to be a ton of uh, tutorial videos of people doing reloading uh, uh, hands-on. Uh, one that I kind of like in particular, um, Hornaday and Dylan. Um, have excellent um, videos out there um, where they can take you step by step on the processes, no matter that start, finish, anywhere in between, you can kind of watch those and progress through that way. Um, some people are more visual learners, so that might be a great avenue to go, um, in addition to having that reloader's manual as well. Mm -hmm. You know, and after talking with you here for a little bit, I can tell you know your stuff. So I'm thinking uh, Shields Outdoors YouTube might need to get a video up um, with you there kind of showing us the process. We, we might have to start that. That might be a great idea to do. Perfect. Keep an eye out in the future. Mm -hmm. What are a few tips and tricks you've really learned through the years in reloading? You know, stuff to make the process simpler and easier. You know, the people that haven't started yet that... Um, you know, have some mistakes, little trial and error, something you can help people out with. Yep, it's, it's one of those things, no matter how novice or experienced you are, there will be mistakes that'll happen along the way. It's, it's bound to happen. But the key thing is, is always going off of what a reloading manual tells you, um, not leading astray from that. Um, but also, as I, as I alluded to earlier, um, just finding a, a mentor, I like to call them, uh, you know, in that instance, it was my dad that kind of showed me how to do that. But, you know, in somebody else's instance, it might be their neighbor or their, um, you know, range buddy. Um, just somebody that you can go to for, for questions or advice is going to be huge in that instance. Um, but starting off slow is great, too. You know, it's, it can be a, a daunting task to get everything all at once. But as long as you start with the basics and build up from there, uh, it'll make that process so much more easy. Um, and it's really not as intimidating as it really looks. Okay. So I personally have not reloaded. I've, I've watched some videos on it and I'm interested and I just bought a 223. So I'm ready to, awesome. I'm ready to throw some lead, but, um, <laughs> you know, it's, it's not easy finding ammunition right now. It, it really isn't. I mean, we, we try the best that we can to keep the shelf stock, but you know, lots of people are in the same situation. So now I want to get into reloading. Um, I bought a manual. 
And now what do I need to get? Like, I'm assuming yep. that I, I want to buy as a starter, just a classic, you know, Hornaday or RCBS kit. And, yes. um, what, what are the components and how do I put it together? Can you walk me through Most that definitely. process? So no, that's a, that's an excellent question. Um, you know, it's it's one of those things where a lot of these big name companies that you mentioned, uh, Hornaday, RCBS, Lyman, uh, Dylan being another big brand as well. A um, lot of these companies are making starter kits. So you, if you are fresh um, to reloading, meaning you don't have anything at all to start off with, buying one of these starter kits would probably be my best recommendation to you. Um, and then it comes back to a question we kind of brought up a little bit earlier with, um, you know, determining what type of press you want to use. So whether it be a single stage or progressive, um, it, it's one of those things where it's going to, it's got to be one of those questions you ask yourself, how much am I wanting to reload? Am I wanting to just load maybe 50 at a time, or if I'm going to do a thousand at a time? Um, once you have those questions kind of answered, um, you can kind of then branch off to maybe what segment you want to go. Um, and just to give some background on that, um, Progressive press is essentially, in, in basic terms, every crank of the handle on that press, you are cranking out a new shell, okay? So it's kind of one of those things that is more geared towards volume reloading, um, whereas a single stage press is often looked at as a more of a precision thing. Now, you can be precise on both of these types of platforms. It's just one of those things where progressive has more stages to it, a single stage is more basic doing one step at a time throughout this whole process. So it's one of those things too where a beginner oftentimes thinks, well, gee, if I'm new, I'm gonna have to go with a single stage reloader just because it's more basic. Well, that's not always the case. I can honestly say that a brand new reloader can actually go with a progressive and be just fine. It's just a matter of the quantity you're wanting to reload and how precise you want that reloading to be. Mm -hmm. So once you have those questions answered, um, you pick out a press. And for most people that are doing precision reloading, a single stage press is a awesome way to go. Um, it slows the process down. Um, and some of these brands we talked about have starter kits. So these starter kits will come with 40% of what you're gonna need to reload. Um, you're also gonna need other things beyond that. Some of those things being um, die sets. So you're gonna have to have full length die sets for every caliber you're doing. You're also gonna wanna have a handheld priming tool of some sort to prime your cases. And you're also gonna wanna have a tumbler. Um, and what I mean by that is, is a tumbler is something that is used to clean your brass. So whether it's been picked up at the range or even if it's once fired, it's a good idea to still clean all that brass up Mm -hmm. um, so you can have a clean looking product when it's finished. Um, another good tool to have on, on, in your arsenal is a caliper. Um, as you'll find, um, being precise is what reloading is all about. Um, so having a caliper to measure out your overall case lengths, uh, your trim lengths for brass, so on and so forth is going to be critical. Um, another component to this is also a trimmer. Um, so what a lot of people don't realize is after um, certain rounds have been fired, that brass can expand um, and you're actually going to have to trim it down back to SAMI spec. 
Um, so having a trimmer on hand is also gonna be very, very critical in that process. Um, there are other items beyond what I kind of listed off, but those are really going to be the core things that you're going to need to be successful in reloading off the get-go. Mm -hmm. Anything besides that's just going to make the process a little bit faster and more efficient. Correct. And it's one of those things where going forward, maybe we do some videos on, um, you know, reloading 202 or 302, uh, 402, you know, they, they, we can kind of dive deeper into, into different segments that way too. But really it's all about, you know, getting those main items first um, to be successful. And then you can kind of branch out from there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, and all those items, I mean, you can generally buy your cheaper ones all the way up to your high end expensive ones. So are there certain pieces of equipment that you recommend like, it's okay to maybe go a little cheaper and then other ones that like you want to get the best one your budget will allow. Yeah. Oh, without a doubt. So that, that question arises with a lot of things that uh, you're purchasing and stuff, especially in this uh, field. But uh, um, there's also, there, there's, there's always good, better and best out there. Um, my recommendation is to, you know, buy the best thing your, you know, your money or your budget can allow. Um, I, I would not skimp on a press. I would I would buy a decent press. Um, most of the ones we offer at Shields are going to be of excellent quality. Um, Hornaday, RCBS, Lyman, Lee, Dillon, um, any of those brands are excellent. Um, you know, you, you talk cutting corners. Um, reloading, there can be some areas where you can cut corners, but usually it's one of those things you want to um, be precise on that and um, buy essentially the, the best thing your money can buy is what I would recommend there. So, Okay, great. So how long have you been reloading? Good question. So I've been reloading for about as long as I've been with uh, Shields as a company here, um, which is going on 11 years now. So um, I'm still, still fairly young. Uh, I like to consider myself young. So, um, starting off as early as I did, I think is a, a huge benefit. Um, but no matter how old you are, whether you're 20 years old, um, still in college, or, you know, if you're 75 and retired, I mean, it's, it's a, it's a hobby that anybody can do. Um, and I, I can't stress that enough. And, you know, it's, it's something that any one of us can do. So, um, no matter how intimidating it may look, it's really not all that bad. And it's something that is a ton of fun. So, mm -hmm. so do you do a lot of shooting yourself then? Is that, is that one of the main reasons why you got into reloading? Correct. So one of my big passions, uh, what that stems from is, is trap shooting. Um, I, I kind of call that my, my gateway into this, uh, this hobby. Um, my, like I said earlier, my dad started, um, trap shooting even before I was born. Um, he's one that kind of really got me into that. It's something we both do together. Um, so I'm really, really big into competitive trap shooting. Um, that's what takes up most of my uh, summer months when I'm on vacation. Um, but in addition to that, uh, I do a little bit of hunting as well on the side. And I also do a lot of target shooting with rifle pistol stuff just on the, on the casual sense. Mm -hmm. um, you know, you get a nice weekend day. Um, it's nice to just go out to the range and uh, get some uh, trigger time. 
or therapy, as I call it. <laughs> a little trigger therapy, perfect. You That's know, to right. be honest with you, I haven't, uh, I haven't dove into the like, the shotgun reloading really at all. So, can you explain like the difference between a rifle pistol reloading and shotgun reloading? And do you have to be like as precise about it, or what's going on there? Good question. Well, as we said earlier, anytime you're reloading, you you have to be precise to an extent. Um, you have to follow the guidelines. Um, you don't want to step over the boundaries. But with with that being said, I think there are more steps involved with rifle pistol, um, not as much with shot shell. Um, I, I find personally shot shell to be a little bit more easier to understand and comprehend. Um, and just as we alluded to earlier with different types of presses, obviously there's not one press out there on the market that will do everything. There's, there's not a press that will do, you know, 12 gauge, you know, 223 and nine millimeter. It, it does not exist. So if you're wanting to do shot shell, you have to branch off and get a reloader that is specific for shot shell. Mm-hmm. Um, it is also one of those things too, where you want to ask yourself what gauge you're going to be reloading for with shot shell. Um, it's, it's not as simple as changing out a die set like it is in a rifle pistol reloader. Um, you have to ask yourself, what am I going to do? 12 gauge, 20 gauge, 410, so on and so forth. Um, 90% of people are doing 12 gauge, uh, cause most people are reloading for a lot of, um, clay shooting sports, trap shooting, skeet, sporting clays. So 12 gauge is really going to be really popular, but. Here at Shields, one, one brand that we sell quite a bit is, is Mech. Um, they are really huge in the shotgun shell side of things. Um, and that would be a press that I would highly recommend as far as a brand is concerned. But once again, there are also single stage and progressive reloaders in the shot shell side of things as well. Um, I mean, personally, from coming back from a trap shooting background, um, I'm doing a lot of volume. Um, there's times where I'll have 50, 60 cases worth of 12 gauge loaded up. And it's one of those things where time is precious. Um, I, I would much rather lean towards a progressive press in that instance. So mm-hmm. unless, you know, you have somebody that maybe is the occasional dove hunter every season, maybe they're only going to load two or three boxes of ammo at a time. Maybe a single stage would be better for that. But just asking those right questions to yourself again, seeing what you're doing, how often you're going to do it, so on and so forth. Mm-hmm. So can you walk us through the basic components of a shot shell, how, how it's made and how you reload one? Yeah, yeah, without a doubt. So it's, it's very basic in nature. It, they kind of, in a, in a way, have the same basic components as a, as a rifle pistol cartridge would have. Uh, you're first going to start off with your shotgun shell hole, okay? So whatever gauge you're doing, you'll have some spent holes that you're going to have. Um, in addition to that, you're going to have to have some sort of ignition, um, meaning a primer. Um, cool thing about with shot shells is they all take the same style of primer. It is a 209 primer, so that is synonymous with shot shell reloading. Okay, a lot of you muzzle loader guys out there may have heard of a 209 primer as well for the 50 cal inline muzzle loaders that also use a similar primer to that. Um, so you got the hole, you got the primer, you also are going to have to need powder, um, something to ignite that with. And then also in addition to that, where something you don't have with rifle pistol is a wad. 
um, that plastic wad is what's going to hold your shot into, and it's actually going to create the pattern needed to shoot at whatever you're you're aiming at, whether it be a clay target, uh, pheasant, whatever. Um, and those are really going to be the basic components to any shotgun shell. Okay, so your wad, like, how many times can you reload that, or do you need to just swap that out every time? How does that work? So, yeah, good, good question. So, um, in terms of shotgun shell reloading, um, the wad is actually fired through the, the barrel, so that is not something that can be reused. But what can be reused is your shotgun shell hole, um, what contains everything. Um, just like brass with rifle pistol, that can be reused over and over again as well. Um, a lot of people ask, well, what type of brands can I use um, for shotgun shell holes? There are some holes on the market that work better than others. So ones that I recommend are Winchester AA's and Remington STS's. Those are really going to be the two biggest brand names out there that will work good for, for reloading. Um, one we really push here at Shields is, is Winchester AA's. Those are going to be the most commonly found ones on the market. Um, in terms of how many times you can reload those, it depends. Um, it can be anywhere upwards of four to six times or until that hole starts to, uh, start to notice wear on there. Sometimes they'll get black around the edges and you'll start to see that plastic start to thin out and start to crack. At that point in time, that is a hole that needs to be thrown away and then you need to start fresh with a new one again. Okay, good information. So let's let's move back to the to the rifle pistol rounds. Can you explain the bullet components and and each stage that happens in the reloading process? Without a doubt. So um, when it comes to rifle pistol, both of those are utilizing pretty much the same style of components. Okay, so um, different powders, stuff like that. Obviously, different primers, but same same basic platform. So. Uh, like with shot shell, you start off with a shotgun shell hole. Um, with rifle pistol, you were starting out with a brass casing of some sort. Obviously, these are all caliber specific. Um, so once you've determined what caliber you're reloading, reloading with, I know you said you're kind of wanting to get into 223 reloading. So let's just assume you take a 223 casing, okay? So you're going to take that. You're also going to need to have a primer of some sort. Um, as what people come to find out there is actually more primer options out there for rifle pistol that you're going to need to be aware of more so than with shotgun. Um, you have small rifle, large rifle, and small pistol and large pistol. And you also have magnums of both of those. So you have to determine what primer you're going to need. In particular with 223, that's taking a small rifle primer. So once you have that primer in place, you're also going to need to have some sort of propellant, AKA your powder, um, you're going to need to have powder as well on there. And then also, last but not least, you're going to need a bullet of some sort to top that whole thing off. Um, those are honestly going to be the main components to either rifle pistol um, to get you going from there. Perfect. And then so how do the, how do the stages work in, yes. in a press? What's step yep. one, step two, step three? Without a doubt. So... Um, for the most part, rifle and pistol, the steps are the same. Um, there will be a couple added steps to pistol reloading, which we can kind of discuss first on, on the rifle side of things first. So let's assume you got a two, uh, 223 casing. Um, first thing you're going to want to do in that process is you're going to 
want to clean that brass, okay? Um, maybe this was brass that you picked up at the range. Uh, maybe it had fallen in onto the ground in the mud. It, it might be dirty that way. Um, or even if it's once fired or unprimed brass, you're still going to want to clean that to ensure that you got a starting point that is clean uh, to work off of from there. So you clean it with a tumbler, you get that done. Next step in the process is to um, see to make sure if you need um, any trimming done. So as we discussed earlier, um, there's going to be that time where you fire a case and the brass will stretch. Um, you'll have to trim that back down utilizing the trimmer we discussed earlier um, to the right specs. Um, so once you get that trimming done, deburring will take place to take off the rough edges around that brass. Um, and then from there, you're going to want to pick out um, your primer. So depending upon what load you're doing, in this instance, we're doing 223, so you're going to need a small rifle primer. Um, this is where, once again, that reloading manual really comes into play because they're going to list off all those things you're going to need um, in terms of brands and also uh, types of primers and powders that way. So um, once you get your primer done, the next thing you're going to want to move on to is figuring out what type of propellant you're going to be needing to use. Um, so looking in one of these manuals, the one that I recommend as far as a manual is concerned is the Hornaday 10th edition manual. Um, this is an awesome wealth of information. It can actually coincide with other brands of products as well, but it's a great way to figure out how much powder you're needing, what type of components you're going to need, and so on and so forth. So once you have that powder determined on what you're needing, um, you are then going to determine a bullet or a propellant, or not a propellant, a bullet on, to put on top of everything. So um, this comes down to figuring out what, what you're doing with it. Are you target shooting? Are you hunting with it? This will dictate what type of bullet you utilize, okay? Um, so then what comes next is seeding that bullet onto your... Uh, onto your finished product there. Um, as we discussed before, um, you can do this either with a single stage or a progressive. So either way, um, you can get this accomplished. And then in addition to that, you're also going to want to have a full length die set. So full length die set is going to encompass um, a resizing and decapping die, and it's also gonna have a bullet seating die. Okay, so those are going to be the two main die sets that you're, dies that you're going to use for reloading rifle. Um, if you're reloading pistol, there is a, another step in that process, and that includes a what I call a case mouth die. So a lot of your pistol cartridges are a straight walled cartridge, um, and you're going to want to open up that case mouth so it allows that bullet to be uh, accepted into there. So that is the additional step that is needed with doing rifle or with doing pistol versus rifle. So that's going to be kind of the main things there. Okay, that's some awesome information. You got me excited to start reloading now. So yes. I'll uh, I'll dive into that 223. You know, I'll get myself really comfortable with the process, shoot a bunch of rounds, and yes. um, you know, after I'm super comfortable, then I want to move into like some precision rifle stuff. Yes. Like I want to take a 6.5 Creedmoor and I want to figure out how to get super precise long range. How do you transition from knowing how to do it and getting good at reloading to 
I want to make the perfect mix of bullet for my specific gun. Without a doubt. Um, so once you get the uh, the basics down and you have a, a base level platform to start off of, um, you can start to go down that rabbit hole of, of uh, you know, getting more precise loads. Um, so that's really been the big thing here recently is um, the big trend, I guess, over the last couple of years with uh, reloaders, hunters, target shooters alike. They are trying to get the most accurate load they can possibly get their hands on. So uh, a lot of your factory ammo will provide you with good accuracy. But if you want to take this to the next level, reloading is obviously the way to do that. Um, and once you have the basics down, you can kind of go even more in depth. And, and what I mean by that is there is some other tools out there that are not necessarily um, a necessity item, but it is going to make your reloading process not only uh, more fun, more enjoyable, but also more accurate. Um, basic things such as a um, digital scale, um, just to uh, measure your powder width. Um, having a, a more consistent platform that way, um, such as the uh, Hornaday uh, electronic scale um, is an awesome tool to use. Uh, RCBS also makes a couple different ones. Uh, they recently came out with one called the Matchmaster. Um, I mean, it is accurate to plus or minus even less than a tenth of a grain, which uh, for precision reloaders, that is awesome. Um, you know, you can, you can get your basic loads uh, done with, you know, a lot of the basic items that come with a starter kit. Uh, but some of these other tools can just take you to the next level as far as uh, consistency and accuracy. Um, it, it could be in the difference of having a rifle that shoots one MOA groups or larger at 100 yards to shrinking that down to almost closer to half MOA groups. Um, which is a huge difference um, when you start talking that. So Awesome. And it just um, multiplies as you get into longer distances too. Without a doubt. Yeah. Without so, a doubt. So they make some great, you know, out-of-the-box ammo nowadays. But um, so what are certain variables that uh, that are become more efficient when you do reloading? Is it like powder related? Is it how the bullet's seated? Like what, what, are, what are certain variables that really make more that you make more accurate when you're reloading? Reloading comes down to consistency, consistency, consistency. Um, and reloading especially. Uh, and that's true also in your factory ammo. Um, that's the reason why you have some loads on the market of factory ammo that um, maybe, you know, $20 for a box of 20, whereas, you know, some other loads may be $40 for a box of 20 for the, for the same caliber. Um, it all comes down to how consistent that load is. And that will come down to everything from the brass that you use to the powder um, to even the, the projectile, the bullet itself. Um, a lot of people don't realize that, but using better quality components makes all the difference in the world when it comes to accuracy. So as we were talking before, you know, as far as with uh, the reasons why somebody would re want to reload, um, Obviously, some of that is cost savings, but sometimes it might cost you a little bit more to get more accurate loads um, where you can tailor that load to your specific rifle. Um, sometimes it, it may end up costing just a little bit more, but it may end up being 10 times more accurate than what a factory loading would be out of that same exact rifle. 
Mm -hmm. So how do you go about tailoring a bullet to like your specific rifle? Can you walk me through like maybe an example that you have that you've personally done? Yeah, yeah, without a doubt. So uh, recently, oh gosh, this has probably been two years ago, um, I purchased a brand new rifle from HS Precision. Um, custom built rifle, went all out on it. Um, got it chambered in, in uh, 6 5 by 47 Lapua, which many of you might know that that may sound like an oddball round, but uh, there still is some very few factory loadings made out there, but it's primarily um, reloaded. So um, in some instances where I, on a personal standpoint, uh, once I got this rifle, um, I went through um, kind of some few processes to find out what type of load shot best for that. And what I mean by that is I looked in the reloading manual um, and I found at least three to four different loadings um, with different powders, okay? Um, I also narrowed it down to a couple different bullets. Um, and then I, I went from the, the lowest um, powder uh, volume that they recommended in that manual and worked my way up slowly in, in 0.3 or in three grain increments or 0.3 grain increments. So very small, minute changes at a time. Um, and then I went out, once I had all those loaded, I went out to the range and uh, um, got them onto paper um, and kind of seen how they grouped. Um, uh, another thing that I utilized in that process as well is a chronograph. Um, and, and for those of you who might not know what a chronograph is, uh, it measures the speed of your bullet, okay? So the more consistent that velocity is, the more accurate that load will be, and it only compounds itself as you shoot out farther. Um, so a lot of reloaders will do this same technique when they're either A, they've got a brand new rifle, or B, they're starting with a brand new caliber um, altogether. Um, this is something that somebody will do every time when they start to do a new caliber. So it sounds daunting at first, but it's really not all that bad. Once you get it figured out, you get that load and you just go to town from there. Yeah, that's some awesome information. We've, we've heard a lot from, you know, the basic stuff, the components, all the way to, uh, to some high end, some techie stuff. So, yes. Really good. Are there any, any other commonly asked questions you get that we haven't covered yet? Um, I just, just going back to some of those questions, common asked questions again, um, some of the ones that I get quite a bit here at the store, um, are how much does it cost to get into reloading? You know, you've got a brand new person such as yourself, um, wanting to get into reloading, you know, you're at a clean slate. Um, there it's, there's a lot of questions asked, well, how much do I need to save up for this? And my answer to that is, you can try to spend as little or as much as you want to on, on reloading, um, just like anything else, any other hobby that you might have. Um, to be honest, it, to, to start off brand new, uh, at, at the base level, you're talking around that $350 to $450 range uh, to get into it for the basic components. Um, yes, you can go more than that right off the get-go, but that's uh, usually a good starting point to, to get you into it. Um, once you start buying a lot of these optional accessories that can start compounding going forward. Um, but once again, you can go into it as little or as much as you want to. Um, some other commonly questions asked is how much space is needed to set up a reloading uh, or reloader or reloading table? Um, it it, it kind of depends, but uh, usually I try to work off of just a basic uh, 
platforms. So, you know, whether it be an old table that you might have in your basement or something in your garage, um, as long as you've got enough space in that area to um, house your uh, components and your reloader, your other accessories, um, that's really all you're going to need. And it really doesn't take as much space as what some people think. So that is something that comes up quite a bit. Um, and then thirdly, too, is a lot of people ask, well, how much more accurate can my loads be versus a factory load? Um, it, it really depends on that. But for the most part, reloading in general is going to make that, that uh, rifle or that caliber way more accurate. Um, it could be the difference of that rifle shooting over one MOA groups at 100 yards all the way down to half MOA or sometimes in some instances like even the rifle that I own, a quarter MOA groups, which is phenomenal. Um, so those, those are a few of the, the big questions I get asked quite a bit. Cool. So, so much great information here. So. Yes. And, you know, if, if people have additional questions, feel free to, uh, you know, put them in the comments here. Ask us on Shields Outdoor social media or, you know, visit an expert like uh, like Brandon Zimmerman here. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there's there's a wealth of knowledge at all of our Shields locations, guys. So, you know, if you ever have any questions, don't hesitate to reach out to us, whether it be via phone call or coming into the store directly. Uh, we are more than happy to assist you guys and uh, want to see our customers succeed in this passion that we all share together. So it's, it's a lot of fun for me as it is for the first time reloader too. So it gets me excited talking about it and uh, hopefully it, you know, gets, uh, gets you guys excited about it as well. All right. Thank you, Brandon, so much for your time and your, and your knowledge. So anytime yeah, look forward to maybe uh, doing some more, uh, more podcasts with you guys in the future and maybe uh, diving into it a little bit deeper. Perfect. Sounds great. Appreciate it. Have yourself a good day. Anytime. Take care, guys. You just heard our conversation with Shields expert Brandon Zimmerman of the Lincoln Store on the process of reloading. He provided some excellent insight for people interested in getting into reloading and also a few tricks for those wanting to step up their game in the process. If you have any questions on reloading, feel free to reach out to us in the comments below, through social media on our Shields Outdoors Facebook and Instagram pages, or by stopping into one of our stores and talking with one of our reloading experts. We have knowledgeable people just like Brandon at each of our stores ready to answer any questions you may have or just talk reloading in general. And with that, we'd like to thank you all for listening and see you next time. Thank you for listening to the Shields Outdoors podcast. Stay tuned for future segments and visit our social media pages, Shields Outdoors on Facebook and Instagram for daily updates.